Hey everybody, welcome back to All Things Digital, where we talk about video games, TV shows, Netflix. Uh, my name is Laurent, one of your hosts. And I'm Dylan Sutherland. And I'm Chris Wong. And I'm Nick Zizmos. And we are the crew of All Things Digital. So uh, this week, we are talking about the magnificent remake that came out uh final fantasy 7 remake i have been eagerly awaiting for this uh it has been 23 years i think since its initial release 24 years since its initial release um and the hype that i have for it is unquenchable which sucks though is because with the rest of school and work and things i've had to put the least amount of time into it so i'm really frustrated about it but i am super excited to talk about it so um Let's get into it. First, though, I want to talk about those of you who haven't played it or haven't dealt with Final Fantasy at all. So, Dylan, you had mentioned that you'd only watched like some content of it. Yeah, um, I remember growing up, my brother had a couple of the games that I might have, you know, dabbled in when he passed it to me when I was fairly young, but uh, I wasn't really a fan of the turn-based combat style and still am not a huge fan of video games uh, as i understand the remake kind of takes that o- aspect away from the normal final fantasy kind of thing um and yeah I, i've seen a playthrough of the demo that came out a couple weeks ago but other than that i do not know a ton about Final Fantasy or it's specifically this remake. Okay, okay. And Chris? So my entry into the Final Fantasy kind of universe is, or like my understanding of it is through Kingdom Hearts. So that's okay. like where I know most of the convoluted, or maybe Kingdom Hearts is a little more convoluted, but um, that's like the essential thing that I know about um, Final Fantasy, but I have been watching a few playthroughs of people playing Final Fantasy on Twitch, okay. um, and I've watched some YouTube videos on it. Okay, I want to I want to go back to this this Kingdom Hearts conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, so your knowledge of Cloud and Sephiroth and all the other characters in this game are purely based off of the Kingdom Hearts universe. Uh, yeah, essentially, I'm just I just hear Sora, you know, the whole time, <laughs> <laughs> that sort of thing. That is amazing. Yeah, uh, that's 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 spectacular. And neither one of you have actually like have played a Final Fantasy game in general. Like you, like Dylan, you said you didn't really like the turn based aspect of it. So, like, do you not play turn based at all? Um, not so much. No, I'm mainly open world sandbox kind of games, first person and third person shooter. Um some milsim but not so much any real turn base that i can think of um i played one pokemon i I think it was like pearl or something that's probably the closest to turn-based combat that i've really uh played the closest i've gotten to turn-based combat was um an mmo called dofus and it um it basically is an old school style, like kind of click each screen, um, sort of MMO, a lot of fun, but that's the main turn-based game that I've played. 
And but my one of my best friends was super into Final Fantasy when I was growing up. So sort of like the Resident Evil thing. Had to hear, <laughs> I had to hear a lot about Cloud and uh, Sephiroth and the fashion, you know. That's fair. That's fair. Teenage Angst was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when those games first came out, it definitely was. Yeah. Um, and, and Nick, so I, I know of the two of us, uh, you have put more time into the remake than I have. But what's your history with Final Fantasy? Uh, yeah, Final Fantasy for me is probably my all-time favorite game series. Like, there are certain game series that I'm just a sucker for, and I'll play almost anything it releases. And Final Fantasy is probably at the top of that list, along with, like, Metal Gear Solid, Resident Evil, God of War franchise. Like, those are some of the games I'm just suckers for. But, yeah, I've, uh, yeah I've, I've been playing Final Fantasy games uh, since 1999 was the first Final Fantasy I played, and that was Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, I didn't play seven when it originally came out. I remember being because I was a kid and I remember seeing the commercials and I, I thought the commercials for Final Fantasy seven were really cool. But in my head, as like because I, I was in like middle school when I came out and I, I thought to myself, I was in my head. I was like, those games are probably too complicated for me. Like cause at that time, like I said, I was in middle school and I was playing like Mario 64. And that was those are the kind of games that I played that in like sports games. But um, when I, okay. I Final right. Fantasy eight came out when I was in I was in high school. And I I rented it from Blockbuster. That's how long ago that was. And I was like, I'll give it a shot and see what it's all about. And I enjoyed playing it. So I ended up getting it as like a Christmas gift, Final Fantasy VIII or a birthday gift. I don't remember which one. And I started to really invest time in it. And I really got, that's when I really started to get into like RPGs. And I really liked Final Fantasy VIII. And so I went back and I played Final Fantasy VII because like that was the one that everyone talked about being like this, this huge game and how good it was. And Final Fantasy VII is a good game. The original um, is a very good game. And I, I know we've kind of had little conversations about it here and there. But, but like I know some people think that it's overrated. I don't think it's overrated at all. I think it's more than deserving of like the spot it holds in like the annals of gaming history. It's a very, uh, it's definitely a landmark game. But um, I, I've always loved Final Fantasy ever since then. I've played and beaten every, all of the numbered series Final Fantasies with the exception of Final Fantasy III, because it never got a full console release. It was, like, remastered and released, I think, on the Nintendo DS, like, a few years back. Or with a, Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, one of one of those, like, handheld consoles, and I've never been much of a handheld console kind of person, or a handheld gaming kind of person. So that's, I think, the only one I haven't beat. And Final Fantasy Tactics, I've also beat Tactics. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other Final Fantasy games I haven't played. I haven't played any of the sequels. Like, I never, I played Pen 2 a little bit, but I didn't play like 13-2 or 13-3 or 13-4 because I think they made like three sequels to Final Fantasy 13. And I, I don't know. I never agreed with it because for me, I always my my justification of like Final Fantasy being final was that all of the games are standalone stories. So when you play it and beat it and finish it, that's it. And then when the next one comes out, you get this whole new story because I know that's kind of one of the jokes with Final Fantasy is like, well, they've made 15 of them. So clearly it's not final. And my counter, my counter argument to that is like, no, it's final. When you play the game, it begins, it ends, and then it's over. <laughs> I've never quite supported the sequels of Final Fantasy because, like, like I said, I played Ten Two a little bit, and it's not bad. But I was like, you know what? I, I just I, I like Ten by itself, like where it begins and ends, and there was no reason to stretch it out. But yeah, I'm a big fan of Final Fantasy. I, I love the franchise uh, for the most part. I, I think they consistently put out good games, and yeah, I'm, I'm a sucker for the franchise. So yeah. From the outside looking in, it's I've always like 
really felt like I've missed something because Final <laughs> Fantasy fans talk so passionately about the Final Fantasy games. And it's kind of like how I felt when um, I hear people like talk about like certain like shows like Power Rangers or like all those things where they talk really fondly about it. And then I've just I just like missed that boat and I feel like I'm like a little late on it. So I might not feel the same magic, you know, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, it, it is it is a series that has been going on for decades. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so that 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 feeling is very, very easy to have. Yeah. I, and I, what were you going to say, Nick? I was going to say, I understand, like, I understand a lot of people's point of view from the Final Fantasy, like the turn based thing. Cause that's usually when I, um, when I talk to people that don't like the, never played the franchise, and that's usually what it is, is they're like, I just don't like turn based combat. And I understand that. Uh, like, I don't, I don't, I've never minded turn based combat because I, I like strategic games. Like, I like, I like strategy based games. And I think turn based, is a bit more strategic than like uh, than like a hack and slash is because hack and slash is usually just that's exactly what it is is hack and slash and there's not much it, it's more it's simpler I guess is a good way to put it without like making it sound bad um, but a, a Final Fantasy has kind of gotten away from turn based they've been away from it for a while now because the last turn based Final Fantasy was Final Fantasy X and then eleven was online twelve was more it played like an MMORPG. It was still like command menu. Everything was still command menu, but it was no longer turn-based. And then, what, 12, Final Fantasy 12, 13, and then 14 was online again. And then 15 was, uh, 15 was a lot like the Final Fantasy 7 remake as far as its combat system is concerned. But, um, but yeah, I understand the dislike of uh, the turn-based system. It can be very slow and kind of boring for some people. But um, yeah, the Final Fantasy 7 remake isn't isn't like that at all. It's, it's got this, uh, like this final fantasy, like a hybrid of like the old command menus with like the final fantasy 15 gameplay. So, I mean, I got, I I think it's, I think it's going to reach a, it could reach a wider audience than the older final fantasies did. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, The, the amount of people I've seen playing that game is the the game is ridiculous. Sorry, Dylan, did I cut you off? I I, I was just going to agree with them. Um, it, It seems from what I've seen, like it, seems like they kept enough of that sort of uh, Final Fantasy command menu kind of stuff to have the people who played the original 7 and stuff still be reminiscent of it while pulling in a large demographic of um, people who are more accustomed to like action games um, and, you know, um, first or third person hack and slashers, as he, as uh, Nick put it. Um, me personally, the... I realized one of the things I didn't like about the the turn-based combat is if I'm going to be doing turn-based combat, I'd probably rather just play something like D&D. That's fair. (laughs) That's very fair. That's very, very fair. All right, well, then let's let's get into it. So let's talk about how it looks first, because let me tell you, I got a TV from my father-in-law that's connected to my PlayStation, and even my wife was looking at it. She's like, "Is this a is this a movie? Like, what are you? What's what's on the TV screen right now? Like, why does it look so good? Like, are those humans?" Like, she was asking me all the questions. Um, and so, by far, aside from Resident Evil Three, because Resident Evil Three is a beautiful game, Breath of the Wild is a beautiful game. You know, there's tons of beautiful games out there. Um, but graphically, like, have have any of you seen the graphic comparisons between the oh, one yeah. twenty four years ago to now? 
Well, oh, yeah, yeah. I, he has a huge yeah. leap, but it's to be expected. Like with two decades plus. I I saw the um the you know the demo remake without actually knowing what the original seven looked like, and I was like, wow, this looks really great. Wow, like the character models and like all this stuff looks great. Wow. And then the first time I saw what Final Fantasy the original seven actually looked like, I was just like, oh, all right, <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, the early uh, the early 3D games, uh, they definitely haven't aged well because that's one of the things with the original Final Fantasy VII is it, it's one of those games much like the original Resident Evil. Uh, a lot of those games, like, graphically didn't age well because 3D gaming was kind of just starting to become a thing and the characters are very blocky. Like, like Final Fantasy VII, it might be, like, one of the most guilty games ever as far as, like, wow, like, like for, for even for its time, like the char- the character design, it's it's just it's it is kind of laughable now. I, I don't hold it against the game because I like again I understand it's like okay, three D gaming was just starting to become a thing, and a game of that scale and that size being put into three D, there's definitely going to be growing pains. But yeah, I, the original Final Fantasy VII has not aged well as graphically as, as even even the HD remake of it, which was released. I know it was released on the PS4. It's like slightly better, but it's it's not much better. That HD remake makes me laugh because it really is just the mod for the PC version. Mod. That, yeah, that's exactly what it is. I was, I was like, yeah, it's just a PC mod because I had seen it before because I saw people play it and I was like, I was like, this actually looks better than the original. Is this this must be like a PC mod or something like that? And then when they released the HD version, I was like, oh, they just released the PC mod version. But yeah. Yeah. what's great about that that mod though is that like, or what, what's what I find interesting about the old game in comparison and, and how long it took for this remake to come out, for example, is like there, if you, if, if by chance you get the chance to, and granted it'll, it will take a good chunk of time out of your life. I would highly recommend going and looking at the cutscenes from the original game. Cause if the game, the entirety of the game looked like those cutscenes, it would have, it would have been a, like, despite it being a, cornerstone game nowadays for an rpg fan it would have like skyrocketed it would have been the best game of all time ever like within that that genre for decades like there would be no argument about from anyone in regards to like which is the best final fantasy or anything like that because it would have been that one and i feel like that's why eight and nine get so much praise because they're graphically better but I feel like story-wise, they're weaker than Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII's original story is so good. Um, and it, what's crazy about it is that that original story holds up now, I, I feel. The gameplay doesn't. Like, you when you, when you when you try to play those HD remakes and so on and so forth, it's just like, fuck. Like, I remember how old games used to be, and this sucks. <laughs> but, like, the story is great. Yeah, would I would. Um, be, oh, oh god, I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, yeah, would you be able to give like a basic synopsis of like the Final Fantasy VII story, the original one? The yeah, original, yeah, you got it, fam. All right, <laughs> quick, so, quick synopsis. Quick. quick synopsis. All right, so we we hop in on a group called Avalanche who blow up a a Mako reactor, right? So Mako is the lifeblood of this of this world that we are currently that we are in in the game. Um, and you get introduced to a bunch of characters. Some key ones are Cloud Strife, Barrett, Wallace, Tifa, Lionheart, Leonhart. Lockhart. Lockhart. Uh, Leonhart is Squall from Final Fantasy VIII. 
and then uh, who else? Um, oh, Aerith. Who who are basically your four primary individuals for like the for the remake, but anywho, it goes from this small little terrorist bombing kind of situation into a grandiose world saving mission where you end up with a a uh, the only as far as I know the only flying machine that exists in the world. Um, you face off with giant monsters. You face off uh, with a, a conglomerate that, for the most part, owns the world, and you obtain new party members. And it's a it's a turn based system. Um, there's things in the world called materia. Those are that's your magic, so your heals, your fires, your thunders, uh, so on and so forth. And you and and that and when I say like the story evolves from a terrorist plot to world saving, like this is all done. Realistically, you could probably crank out that game in about 10 hours, probably less than that, honestly. But what makes the original Final Fantasy VII one of those games that you can sink hundreds of hours into is all the extra stuff you can do. And and that's what kind of holds up the game nowadays. Like if you were to play it now, it, it's something that will just just eat away at your time. Um and like within that within that story from you know a bombing to a world saving plot there's there's subplots of like an ancient society uh or ancient race of like planet protecting beings there is a whole clone kind of issue like and there's twists and turns that are just that at the time were just like mind boggling and i and i think if you haven't played the game, it would still very it'd be very mind-boggling to you because you wouldn't expect it to be in the world like as you're playing. Um, and from what I hear, because I haven't gotten that far into the remake, is that they're kind of holding true uh, to that regard with minor shifts to the left or right. Is that a good synopsis? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. That's that's that's. Yeah, I'd say that's that's pretty solid as far as uh, without giving away like spoilers or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to avoid spoilers because there's some major spoilers, man. Like the Final Fantasy VII is one of the first games that like first video games that ever made me cry. Like I I've been watching YouTube highlights of you know people's first reaction to the game booting up, and I saw a grown man cry on a Twitch stream, and I was like, I'm so happy I'm not streaming this because I would have been that guy. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the opening for the remake is is one hundred percent identical to the um, to the original. Like they didn't change anything about it. It opens the exact same way. Like the score and everything. The score might be updated to like sound more modern, but it hasn't changed like fundamentally. Even the bombing run, which was the demo, um, is almost one hundred percent the same. There's only like a very small changes, and it's nothing. Uh, it's nothing that I would say like takes away from the original at least for the the first like that first mission that bombing run mission to the first uh, mako reactor yeah and from from what i understand it the reason that you're blowing up this reactor is because it runs off of this energy that the planet produces and you're basically the uh this reactor is like sucking the planet dry or something like that and yeah it, yeah it's, that's pretty much it the um what it is is the city that the game takes place in, uh, Midgar, is I think in the game, it, well at least in the original, is like the only major city on the planet 
and it has yeah. eight Mako reactors. And yeah, Mako is like, uh, yeah, it's exactly, it's like, it's an energy produced by the planet. And the Mako, Mako is the, like the electric and what is what supplies the people that live on the planet with electricity. And it's basically what they use to run almost everything. It's also where like magic comes from in the world. Um, you find like the materia that Laurent was talking about. It's like a, a hardened, like a solid version of like this Mako energy. And it's tied to some, usually it's tied to some element, whether it be lightning, fire or ice, water, whatever the case it may be. And there's, so, I mean, the video, there's video game and there's, so there's different forms of, of Mako. There's like, you know, there's the elemental Mako, which like I described a second ago. And then there's uh, the summoning Mako, which is like um, this Mako energy is tied to like uh, an, an ancient being that can be summoned to fight alongside you. And there's yeah. like other there's other stuff like uh, support. There's like support Mako and support or it's called support materia. But that's more for like the video game aspect of the game is to like kind of kind of add like kind of like spice it up a little bit. They don't really get too like deep into that with the story as far as like like support my uh support materials like in the video game you would attach it to like uh, an elemental spell to make the elemental spell heal you when you cast it so if you strike someone with lightning it also gives you hit points back or vice versa if someone hits you with lightning you absorb it instead of take damage from it but yeah that's kind of the basic synopsis of mako and materia to that point well okay so the, the super dumbed down version of that is just imagine if oil gave you magic powers instead of killed you. Like if you could just like condense it into a ball and it allowed you to make fire. That's that's the that's the kind of like the Ooh. equate. That would be and, very bad news for everyone but America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So like like, yeah, we would have our own like military of just fucking uh, power enhanced people like it would just be insane. But um, but also to that. Final Fantasy VII was one of the first games that like knocked my socks off in terms of intricacy, um, because to to Nick's point, where you know you could connect uh, certain materia to to have these kind of effects, like as a kid, because you know, because this game came out in 1997, and um, and at the time I was a, I was a seven year old child who had just gotten a PlayStation and no memory card, so my PlayStation stayed on for ever and so like when you see like uh increasing critical chance or healing effect or all this other stuff it it, i just like i don't care i want to click the green ones here and the red ones here and so on and so forth the intricacies of that of of final fantasy 7 i feel like paved the way for intricacies for the rest of gaming history because like if you think about pokemon for example just just bringing that into into the mix the the crit chance the dodge chance the speed and all that other stuff that you can essentially maneuver around that everybody thought were weak were weak attacks like for 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 example for those of you who played uh pokemon at an early age who gave a damn about sand attack like let's be real like Nobody chose sand attack. You'd remove it. But like professionals use sand attack because it reduces accuracy. That makes so much sense. It, it, it like the, the intricacies of, uh, of the game in 1997 blow my mind. So Nick, since you are further into the game than I am, does that play into effect in this game? Yeah. Um, the material system is pretty much identical to the original one, which I, I, I'm happy that that's the way it is. 
And that's definitely one of those things that I don't think that you could have messed with. There are a couple of materials that I believe have been renamed and there is some new material, but for the most part, it's, it's probably 98% the same. So as you, as you go on in the game, um, one thing that is different, that's uh, different from the, this is just with like the equipment, you could still purchase equipment and like loot equipment from the map, like in chest and so, and like where, where you would expect to find stuff. But the difference is that uh, every sword that you, or gun that you get for Barrett or, or uh, fighting, uh, what are they, like the gloves that Tifa wears, because she's hand-to-hand combat, um, has its own uh, progression system. So you'll earn points as you play. And to unlock, you can unlock extra materia slots for different, the weapons that you get. So like, whereas in the original game, like Cloud's default sword is the Buster Sword. And I think it only has like three materia slots. But in this game, you can get the Buster Sword. And if you, once you earn enough points, you can level the sword up and you get to pick like the abilities that get assigned to the sword. Like you can pick, you know, plus five damage or plus five defense, or you can pick a new materia slot. And um, eventually you can earn enough points to just unlock everything for the the weapon and master that weapon. But um, that's one thing that is different. So if the Buster Sword starts with, uh, it might only start with two materia slots. I don't remember. It might be two or three. But eventually you can get it up to more. And it's the same thing with the next sword that you unlock. It'll start with so many materia slots. And it has its own little like skill tree. Which the skill tree for the swords, uh, the weapons in general, I shouldn't say swords because it's every weapon in the game. Kind of remind me of the leveling system from I think it was Final Fantasy thirteen, like the way it looks. And but um, but yeah, I, I, that's a that, that's one of the changes that they made that I actually liked. I'm like, this is cool how how the weapons have their own little leveling tree, and you earn a different type of experience point outside of like the standard experience points that just level your character, and you can make the weapon stronger or or weak. Well, not you can't make them weaker, but each weapon. One thing I noticed is that each weapon that you get for a character. There's usually not one that is clearly just overall the best. There's like one that's like, okay, this is more for like straight fighting. Like I have high attack power, high HP and high defense, but my magic is really weak. And then on the flip side, there'll be one that doesn't do as much damage physically, but it provides more of a punch with magic and you don't have as much HP because it's meant for like ranged fighting. So I did, that's one of the things I liked about the game, but uh, that to, to the detriment, that's another thing like, there's not as much equipment in this game as there is in the original, like to, to mix and match and like unlock, like usually in the, like the, almost every final fantasy, every time you get to a new area, there's a new shop and the new shop will always have the upgraded weapons that you can buy or upgraded armor in this game. That's not the case. Like a lot of the shops sell a lot of the same things and you just have to wait until you hit a certain point in the story before more stuff becomes available. Huh? Okay. That's so much to look forward to. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, Dylan, Chris, do you guys have other questions about the universe or the game itself? So is every indiv- so this has always confused me about Final Fantasy. So every new game is like its own sort of story. Yes. Would that say oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, let, let me just clarify. <laughs> yeah. Every Final Fantasy Tactics, Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, 13, 15. That's a lot of Final Fantasy. Yeah. Are all 
individual stories by themselves. There are a couple of Final Fantasies that have sequels to them. Like there's a Final Fantasy X-2, which again, I said this earlier, I've never agreed with this. I've always thought it was a stupid idea by Square to do this, to make sequels to a game. Because that, for me, like I said, that Final Fantasy is final. Like every time you play a game, it begins, it ends, and then it's over. Like there's a resolution, there's no loose ends, there's nothing that needs to be wrapped up or tied up, it's over. So for them, and I played 10 too, and I didn't like it because that was the main reason. Because I was like, I played 10, it began, it ended, there was no reason for any more sequels. It's kind of like the Matrix movie. There was no reason to make sequels because the first one began and ended. There was no reason to make a sequel. There's no loose ends, it was over. But anyway... Not that that's that's another topic. Matrix another Four day. is gonna say hi to you, really. Soon. Yeah, I know. That's what I, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I know, and they're making another. Which again, it ended again, and you all are trying to keep going with it. But so I've never agreed with Final Fantasy making like sequels. And like I said, I think Final Fantasy Thirteen had three sequels. I think there's Thirteen One, Thirteen Two, and Thirteen Three, or Thirteen Two, Three, and Four. However they worded it, and I've never played those because, like I said, I never agreed with it. But yeah, for the most part, yes. Every Final Fantasy is its own individual story that begins and ends and that's it and uh 11 final fantasy 11 and final fantasy 14 are online so there there probably is a story to them but obviously online games continue to expand and there's never really any end to them they just keep going and going and going until so, the servers get shut down because no one plays them anymore when you say like individual stories uh there are like these characters show up in all of them. Do they like remember saving the world like, you know, three years ago or no, no, the characters don't, the characters don't repeat the characters. No, never show up. Like the characters from final. Well, the, there are really no characters mm-hmm. in the original final. I mean, like they might have cameos to be fair, but, but the idea, like, I don't think there's ever really meant to ever be like connective tissue. Cause I know in like kingdom hearts, they're like the final fantasy characters are from like their own world. Cause I remember playing the first kingdom parts, which is the only one I played. And when you meet like squall and cloud who are from final fantasy seven and eight, like squall talks about not being able to save his world from like the enemies of kingdom hearts. So it's assumed that the final fantasy eight world was destroyed by whatever the enemy was in kingdom hearts and squall and other characters somehow escaped to the kingdom hearts world. And I know there's like there's like a conspiracy theory with Final Fantasy, not a conspiracy theory, but there's a theory with Final Fantasy X that Final Fantasy X is a prequel to Final Fantasy VII because there's a character that you can meet who kind of talks about like establishing like a company that's similar to Shinra, which is the main company in Final Fantasy VII, like the evil conglomerate. And the theory is that this person eventually was part of a group that discovered interstellar travel traveled to the planet of final fantasy seven and was the original Shinra founder. But you gotta, <laughs> you, you really, that's like diving really deep. So like a bit of a stretch but, it, it, to me, it is, but like, that's people, amazing. Yeah. Like I don't even, I just know, like I've read about it before and people are like, it's this specific character. If you talk to him and you read the lines, it's that's who it is, but it's a stretch for me. Cause like I said, like, I, I don't think there is any, there's meant to be any intentional like connective tissue. Like the final fantasy world is this big connected universe. Like I said, I think a lot of, if there's any cameos or anything like that, I think it's more just there for fan service. I don't really, I mean, that's just how I look at it. So wait, so, so cloud was only in final fantasy seven. He's in final fantasy. Yeah. They, they made a fighting game with final fantasy characters final. And he was in that. And he's also, uh, he has like a guest appearance in Final Fantasy Tactics, 
But again, like I said, I don't think that was the game that was released like around the same time as Final Fantasy VII. But that's not a turn based. That's like a if you've ever played games like Front Mission, it's like a it's on a grid and you move your characters on the grid and that's how you do combat. So it's a different style of game. It's a Final Fantasy game, but it's a different style of game. Wow. And, so um, so a, a video game that got released 23 years ago had a character that stayed so relevant that I thought that he was in pretty much every Final Fantasy. Yeah, me too. Past yeah. Despite yeah. not being in a single another major Final Fantasy game. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Nope. That's, uh, that's accurate. So that's wild. See, the biggest <laughs> thing that put, turned me off the Final Fantasy is I thought I had to play 1 through, like, 15 to yeah, understand what was going on in 16. Same. They're all they're all original games. If you, you can sit down and play any Final Fantasy, and you won't miss or gain anything. I mean, well, you'll gain something if you That's enjoy the game. You, you might have yeah. just sold me on playing the remake. Yo, no, you should do it. Yeah, because also, my, my biggest complaint, so at, uh, Kingdom Hearts is love it or hate it. Those stories are awful. I don't I do know, it. like... I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone, but those are the most convoluted stories that are from one to three. Or like, yeah. like it's just Keyblade Masters and all that stuff. I thought that was like, I was like, oh no, this is Final Fantasy. I My thought I, I like associated that sort of storyline with Final Fantasy. But if yeah, it's, it's like it's, sort of these like self-contained, no, things. it's not. It's yeah. not like that with Final Fantasy games. I, I like I said, I've only played the first Kingdom Hearts, so I can't speak to the whole trilogy. But I've heard that from other people who play the game that it's very convoluted. But like, oh, yeah. as a and like, like I, I, I am a fan. I admit that I'm like a, a big, a hardcore fan of Final Fantasy games. But I've never looked at Final Fantasy with like blinders on. Like I don't just give every game a pass and say that they're all great because that's just not the truth. In my opinion, like Final Fantasy 13 is the only Final Fantasy game that I've ever played that I was kind of like, yeah, that game was just okay. Like I wasn't a huge fan of 13. I thought it was just kind of meh. Um, game sucks. Yeah. See, I, <laughs> what, I thought what I, makes it bad I'm because just, mm. it's the story. The story isn't very compelling at all. Like it doesn't really. Like, Absolutely most, nothing of that game is compelling. Yeah. None of <laughs> yeah. none of the characters. None of the characters are memorable. None of them. Not there's nothing about that game. Like I can look back at like most Final Fantasy games that I've played. Minus the original one, but the original one doesn't technically have like characters. Like the people you play as don't have names. Like they yeah, just have jobs. jobs. Yeah. Like you're you're four part. You get to like pick what your jobs are. So you'll have like a warrior and a white mage and a black mage and a monk will be the or you can pick like a thief or whatever. And that's their that's what they says. Like they don't speak. There's no character development. But it was the first Final Fantasy that came out in like 1983 or whenever it came out on like the NES. So, I mean, you give it a pass, but like Final Fantasy 2 has characters. Final Fantasy 3 has well, I've never played 3 to be fair, so I'm not going to say anything. But like like characters like from Final Fantasy 4, there's a character named Kane who is like I think he's like the first dragoon ever in the Final Fantasy series that I can remember. Right. So, I remember Kane. I'm like, "Oh yeah, Kane, he's like the first dragoon. He's he's a cool character." And then you go to like 5 and 6 where there's like memorable characters, especially 6. 6 has like a ton of characters. And like seven obviously has a lot of memorable characters. Eight has plenty, but thirteen there's just nothing memorable about it. Like playing it as a video game, it's at least fun to play, which is why I say it's okay because at least it's fun. But it has nothing a- a- outside of that that I no, honestly remember about the game. That's fair. I'll give you all right. So there's a fun, there's a couple of things I want to touch on. <laughs> so <laughs> good. Um, the Kingdom Hearts thing uh, in regards to the Final Fantasy characters. They, uh, in Kingdom Hearts, apparently 
they're all part of the same world. So don't wrap your head around that. Just accept it. It's Kingdom Hearts. Like, I love Kingdom Hearts. And with that same (laughs) amount of love, I hate Kingdom Hearts because of all the lore digging I've had to do. So that's, that's, that's completely put me off. Um, also about Final Fantasy 13, the only memorable things about that game are the summons are amazing. And at the time it looked really pretty. Yeah, it, Otherwise, did, it did look good first time. The summons thing, I didn't like the fact that the summons were like vehicles. I thought that was dumb. That's the only that's thing fair. that bothered me. Like, like, like Shiva, Shiva is like, yeah, the Transformers. Like Shiva's a motorcycle. I'm like, what? Yeah. Shiva's <laughs> a motorcycle? Are you being serious right now? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want Transformers in my Final Fantasy. So I can, yeah, I, I, but that's what makes them memorable. Is that like, like for example, the the Ice Summon is a motorcycle, and it's just like, but why? Yeah, it's it's why? different. I'll give you that. I mean, it's 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 something that's different. But like from my perspective, I was just like, wasn't for me. I'm like, no. It's a me. fun game to laugh at. If you want to laugh at a game, just watch like not a playthrough of Final Fantasy 13 because that'll suck the life out of you just the cutscenes. like if you've ever seen the resident evil one bad like voice dialogue and all that other stuff the the dialogue in final fantasy 13 is cringeworthy like especially for the time that it was released it's like who wrote this and why did this get approved because it's it's bad it's real bad there's a character in there called hope he sucks. That game sucks. That game is that game is horrible, and I'm upset that it came out with two additional sequels. Um, yeah, but, but back to the good game we're talking about. Yeah. Um, it's oh, and then in regards to Dylan and in, or and Chris, uh, and and like the lore crossing over there is no yeah to to Nick's point there is no lore crossover like there's there's no singular character that exists in each one of the worlds as far as i know but as far as anybody's been able to like figure out there isn't but yeah there are plenty of cameos so to to Nick's point there's a character in uh Final Fantasy 102 named Shinra uh who is believed to be the 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 ancestor of the people from of the main corporation in Final Fantasy VII, um, the three the three like peons you come across in the beginning of Final Fantasy VII. It's a or excuse me, no, the two of them. It's a Biggs and Wedge, very much like the Star Wars cameo of Biggs and Wedge. Uh, there's a Biggs and Wedge in every single Final Fantasy game, aside from the first one. Yeah, that's that's what that is because I think that that's like a nod to Star Wars because I think I can't remember if it's like the guy who created Final Fantasy VII or one of somebody who worked on it somewhere along the line was just like it's our nod to Star Wars because we like it so much. So there's always characters named Biggs and Wedge. There's also always a character named Sid, whether it's spelled S I D or C I D. There's always a character named Sid, but it's never. Sometimes Sid is like a minor character who's just like a support role. Sometimes he's a major character, like um, Sid Highwind is the one of the characters in Final Fantasy VII, and and then I think in Final Fantasy VIII, was Sid was like the a supporting character. He was like the headmaster of the garden facility. Mm-hmm. So like it, it varies from game to game, like whether Sid is like a crucial character, like he's always in your party or she's always in your party, or it's just a supporting character. But there's always a Biggs and Wedge, and there's always a Sid, but it's never the same person. It's always somebody. They're always different people. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like I, I strong I recommend like I always recommend like the Final Fantasy, like the PlayStation One trilogy, the three Final Fantasies that came out on the PS1, seven, eight, and nine. Like I said, if you can't get past the turn-based battle, then I would say no, don't play them because you're not going to like it just because of that. But from a storytelling perspective, that's about as close to like video game literature as you're ever probably going to get, or at least anyone's ever gotten. Because I yeah. think, I, like, to, to what like Laurent was saying earlier, like I think the stories for those games are phenomenal. Like I like all of them. I I really like Final Fantasy VIII story. Final Fantasy VIII story does focus a little bit more on like a love story, but it's not so bad to the point that it screws the game up. And I, it just all of them. Even Final Fantasy VI was a was a Super Nintendo game. That game has an awesome, like a great story. And Final Fantasy X, which came out on the PS2, that's another one. The story for that is very very good. Like it's just that turn based thing. Like that's what I like. I know that's like we talked about it a minute ago. That's what turns a lot of people off. Even though Final Fantasy X has a pretty interesting tweak on the turn-based thing that might actually, you might be able to help you work around it. But I, I oh, probably, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, because it has like a little order meter that like by casting different spells, you can switch up the turns and it, it adds more strategy to it. So, but I, I recommend all of those games. So yeah, and there's no concern about like you not understanding the story because like I said, every story is its own standalone story and it begins and it ends. Like I said, no loose ends, it finishes. You, you're never going to be left wanting I mean, you might be left wanting more, but at least from that perspective, the story will be told. Okay, that's that's actually really good to hear. Um, on the topic of it, have you guys ever heard of um, a YouTube channel called Video Game Donkey? It sounds familiar. No. No, so um, he did this one video on the Kingdom Hearts lore, and I suggest you guys watch it because it's hilarious. <laughs> it's like it's like it's actually the lore of Kingdom Hearts, and it it, it sounds it, it was like my impression of what I thought Final Fantasy would be. Oh no um, wonder you hate it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like super, like just not on board with the Final Fantasy. The only one that I would even remotely touch was the the MMO fourteen one. What was um, the name of that channel again? A video game donkey. So if you look up Kingdom Hearts video game donkey. You guys can learn all about the Kingdom Hearts lore, and for the most part, apparently, it's correct, and it's really funny because it's just so ridiculous, and it just makes zero sense from like a storytelling perspective. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't but, defend that game in any way. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like the gameplay of Kingdom Hearts. It's like you, you. It's one of those things. It's like you're gonna have fun, but don't look too deep inside. You know. Yeah. That sort of thing. But this actually makes me really like kind of want to play the remake if like that sort of thing. Is yeah. The, about it. I think Before the remake we, could serve as a good introduction to people who've never played the Final Fantasy series before. But I like I just I have to emphasize like going back to that whole turn based thing. Like remember this fight like this Final Fantasy, the seven remake Final Fantasy 15 and Final Fantasy 12 are not turn-based battle. Final Fantasy 12 is more like an MMORPG. You still have to use a command menu, but you can move your character around, but it's just like I said you use the command menu where like you select attack and then the character will start attacking for you. you like you don't get to like push the buttons. Whereas with like 15 and this remake, like the combat is controlled by you pushing buttons like you can do light combos, heavy combos, which actually that's all there is is a light combo or a heavy combo, there's nothing else. But um, it mixes with the command menu. That's the only that would be my only thing. Like, if you ever consider going back, because all of the 
all of the HD remastered versions of Final Fantasy from Final Fantasy 7 all the way up to 12 are available. I know on the PS4 because I've, I've downloaded all of them. So, I mean, but like I said, I, it, I just don't, if you play Final Fantasy 7, like the remake, and you decide to revisit the old one, just you got to remember, like, it, it's not it, the, the combat system is going to be different. Um, before we get uh, too far, I, I realize I missed an opportunity to ask a question about this. And I feel a little bit embarrassed to ask, but uh, that's all good. Who 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 are Bigson Webbs in Star Wars? Because I have no recollection of this. Are they like <laughs> yeah, they're two? I think they're two of the uh, like they're like the what is it like when they're attacking the first uh, Death Star and A New Hope? They're I'm like, like the X-wing. They're, yeah, they're like X Wing. That's why they're X Wing pilots. They're just like uh, yeah, random. They're... they're just side characters. Like I think they're there's another. There's of, like um, Biggs. The... There's Wedge and. Uh, I want to say, isn't there like a guy? His name's like Porkins or something. He's like yeah, fat. Yeah. yeah, he's in the. He's in like. I think he's in the most. I think he's in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, he, he, he might. Be, I don't know, but I think uh, I think either Biggs or Wedge was also like from Luke's home planet. I think like Luke was friends with him because I think he talks about him in A New Hope. He's like, yeah, Biggs is off to to join the rebellion or something. I could be wrong with that. I haven't watched A New Hope in like a over a year and some change. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, he's part of the the both Biggs and Wedge are part of uh, Luke's. I think they're called Red Squadron, yeah. um, and I think they both die in the New Hope. If I remember, yeah, I think, I think I, I think they both bite it. I'm yeah. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure one of them is also from Luke's home planet. Like I said, you'd have to go back and watch the movie or check the yeah, like yeah, Wik- Wikipedia or something. I'm pretty uh, sure he is though. Big Biggs is the one. Yeah, it's Biggs. Yeah. Okay. Chris coming in with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a big Star Wars shill. I'm not gonna lie. Nice. Yeah. That's all right. That's how I feel about Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah. I won't shill as hard for Kingdom Hearts, um, but man, two was a lot of fun on the off topic. Kingdom Hearts two, good. Kingdom Hearts two. Yeah, yeah. That was and, definitely the better one of the three. Yeah. Um, so Nick, you said you're on your second playthrough of the game, right? Yeah. I, uh, I, the game came out last Friday and I beat it, I think Monday afternoon, but I mean, thanks to the coronavirus, I don't have a lot to do. So, you know, (laughs) and like my sky, I've stayed up on my schoolwork and everything. So I had plenty of time for final fantasy seven, but yeah, I'm going to play through, um, I'm going to play through number two. Uh, I beat the game I did a little bit of trophy hunting and then I, um, I just, I didn't start all over, but, um, once you beat it, it gives you the option to select chapters because the game takes place in chapters and you can start from whatever chapter you want and just move on. So I just went back to chapter one and started all over again. How many so, chapters are there? 18. Sorry. Uh, that's all good. So uh, graphics aside, which obviously is better. Uh, yeah, much better. Nick, do you prefer the, the gameplay now with the more focus on being like an action-y kind of game? Or do you prefer the turn base? Like what graphics aside, and you know, uh, advanced te- technological advancements aside, which version do you think is better after having played through both of them, the original or the remake? Good question. I don't have a preference. I don't mind either, to be honest. Like I've never like I've never disliked turn based battle. Uh, I, it never bothered me. I always enjoyed it. Um, and I don't mind the, I, I like this, uh, iteration of the battle system for Final Fantasy, like it being the hybrid of 
like kind of the old system with like a command menu and as well as adding in like the, the hack and slash element, big being able to like actually control your character. Cause like I said, I think it'll bring in a make bring in a bigger audience. Having said that though, my one big criticism with this current, well, I have two major criticisms with the final fantasy seven remake. And one of them is the battle system. Cause there's one thing that it lacks. And the reason I'm so critical is, Final Fantasy XII, like I said, is basically, it's a single player game that plays like an MMO, but one of the things it did that made it such a good game, in my opinion, because this was, that was the first game where Final Fantasy went away from turn-based battle. They were like, we're going, no more turn-based battle, it's going to play like an MMO, there's not going to be any more random encounters, because up until that point, there were random encounters, you didn't see your enemy, the screen, like there would just be like a sound effect, and the screen would distort or dilute or whatever. And then you kind of like Pokemon and and tall grass. Exactly. Just like that. So uh, they went away from it. And this was Final Fantasy 12, which came out in like, I think the mid 2000s. And I remember as a fan, I was concerned because I was like, okay, so I'm going to have three characters in combat that I can control only one at a time. And I was like, I don't want the game to be a chore because I don't want to feel like I have to babysit these other two characters. Like they're not going to be able to, you know, hold their own in a fight or whatever the case may be. But mm-hmm. what they did was they had a, a system in Final Fantasy XII called the Gambit system. And what the Gambit system was, was a series of commands that you could assign to every single character so that when you weren't controlling that character, it would know how to act in a certain situation. So what you could do is set it to like, if any character in your party goes below 30% health, you could have a one character cast a cure spell. Or if any character in your party gets hit by like the poison status effect, they could throw an antidote your way or cast a cure spell to get rid of it. Or the Asuna, it's called Asuna in Final Fantasy, E-S-U-N-A, is the spell that cures you of all status ailments. So you could set that stuff, that way you could focus on just playing your game and you never had to worry about the two characters that you weren't controlling. Final Fantasy VII, the remake, has nothing like that. The only thing that the other characters do is attack. And they don't even use their special attacks. They just do basic attack over and over and over again. So there are Ooh. times there are times that it feels like a chore because you have to constantly watch every single character's health. And then you have to issue the commands individually to cast cure or whatever the case may be. There is an auto cure materia in the game, which lets you, if you put the materia on a character when you're not controlling it, it will cast cure at a certain point but it's limited in the sense that it only casts cure so many times per battle and then it's used up and it's usually enough, but it's not enough for the boss battles. And there's only one piece of auto cure material in the whole game. So while I get expended, it, it, well, it doesn't get expended. You always have it, but the way material works in final fantasy seven, just to kind of go back to that is you can level it up. Like when you get materia, it starts at level one. And most material goes to level five, I think, in the original Final Fantasy VII, but in this game, it's only four. But as you level it up, it gets more powerful. So auto-cure material only has two levels. It has level one and level two. Level one, it says, if this material is assigned to a character when you're not controlling it, this character will cast cure three times in a battle if your hit anyone's hit points fall below X amount. And then once it gets to level two, it's the same thing, except they'll cast it ten times. So like I said, normally at level two, normally at level two, like that's enough for almost any battle except the boss battles or the more difficult like sub boss battles. But the combat system for Final Fantasy VII Remake is is average, in my opinion. 
only because I've seen better combat systems in the Final Fantasy franchise with games that are 15 years younger or 15 years older than this game. So this game was in desperate need of the Gambit system from Final Fantasy XII. If I could have just put together a list of assignments for my characters so that I could focus on one thing while I knew they would always heal. And even with Final Fantasy XII, it wasn't ever a case where like the game was really easy because of that. Like You had to switch it up from battle to battle, and sometimes enemies were powerful enough to, to like hit you hard enough to where you just you're, even the characters didn't have time to react. So you still had to do it, but some of the battles in this game feel like a chore. My second playthrough, not so much because my characters are so strong that I'm just like I'm I'm down in everything relatively quickly. But the combat system needs a little bit of work. And there's one other criticism I have about this game, but uh, I'll get to it when we get to it. But uh, I guess to answer your question, I like I said, I have no preference. Um, I think the turn-based system was more of a product of the technology at the time. While I didn't mind it, I understand why people don't like it. But I again, to just repeat myself, this combat system. I think is better going forward. It just needs some, it needs some improvements much like the one I just talked about. But it doesn't feel like too clunky or awkward or bothersome or anything. No, not really. Uh, the only other thing which I would say is minor is, um, uh, the camera, you have free control of the camera to move it as you wish. But when you're in battle, um, you hit down, you push down on the right stick on the PS4 controller to lock onto the enemy you want to attack. And as soon as you lock onto the enemy, you lose control of the camera because the camera just follows the enemy and it keeps you like pointed at them. And um, it can be bothersome because if you move the right stick at all, like uh, to adjust, like if you're used to adjusting the camera and like you forget that you're locked on and you go to adjust the camera, it'll lock onto a different enemy. So then the camera will just go whatever direction it needs to to lock onto that enemy. And it can throw you off at times because you're like, what the hell? I didn't do that. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm locked onto an enemy. I gotta, I can't touch the right stick if I'm locked mm. onto an enemy. So, I mean, like, and that's not that bad. That's just something you have to get used to. But that's not, like, it's not, it's not a chore, in my opinion. Like, taking care of the other characters because they don't know how to heal themselves is a chore. But the camera thing is, like, I, like I said, like, I adjusted to it. I was like, okay, I just have to remember when I'm in a fight against, like, numerous enemies, like, I need to remember lock onto one, don't touch the right stick. But, yeah. Like I said, there's a, there's a couple of other things I think the the combat system could use, but uh, like I'll get into it if we get into it can, going forward. Can your companions die, or are they like kind of like the immortal Ellie in The Last of Us? They, they get downed, or in this game they call it unconscious. Like okay. when your character gets knocked, it's like it'll, a little a little prompt co- comes up and it says uh, X person has been knocked unconscious, and then you just have to revive them. But actually, one like just a, another thing. The enemy AI is a bit like not stupid, but it's predictable because the enemy AI generally like for 85% of a battle will only attack you like the character you're controlling, okay. which I, I kind of used in my my benefit because I'll control like one character. And then when I start to get like if I'm getting like swarmed by all the enemies, because sometimes there can be there could be a good number of enemies on screen at once. Uh, what I'll do is I'll just heal really quick and then I'll rapid fire to another character because they're not focused on this other character at all. And then I can usually just like dive in and get some shots. That's another issue I have with the battle system is that the enemy AI, it seems to have this like swarm mentality where it's like whatever character you're on, they tend to like lock onto that character and just go after it. 
they do attack the characters you aren't controlling from time to time. But like I said, if if like and on a percentage scale, a hundred percent of a battle, only about eighty five for eighty five percent of it, they're going to be attacking who you're controlling, and then the other fifteen percent, they might just like get a couple shots in on your other characters. But that's another issue I have with the battle. That's why I'm saying like the battle system is average. The AI for the enemies is like I don't like that like that swarm mentality because again, Final Fantasy twelve wasn't like that, and it was a game that came out fifteen years ago, and it just. That it's something that needs to be improved. So, so where, without spoiling too much, where does the game leave you at the end? Uh, the when you exit Midgar. So when you exit Midgar is when the game ends. Yes. Does it say anything after that? Um. Yeah, there's a cutscene to kind of show you some of the things that are still going on in Midgar. Um, I could, I'm not going to get too like spoiler heavy with it. There's a couple of things in there that'll probably surprise fans from the original final fantasy seven. Uh, cause there are, um, without giving too much away, the fates of some of the characters are a little bit different. Well, not a little bit different. They're different. Some of them are the same, but some of them are different. And, uh, but yeah, it ends, uh, it ends at the Midgar exit. Okay. Cause one, one thing that I think needs to be overstated for anyone interested in this game is that despite it being called the final fantasy seven remake, it isn't the remake of the entire game. It's only a part of it. Yeah. That's, that's one of my other, that's one of my other major, that's my other major criticism of the game. Yeah. Um, and it, it sucks because it's like, despite from what I hear, you can sink probably 30 plus hours into this game. Yeah. If uh, you finding do everything. Everything, yeah. Finding everything, getting all the weapons maxed out, maxing out materia, so on and so forth. Um, but just to give you a general sense of scale um, for the original Final Fantasy VII, uh, Dylan, Chris, I put over 300 hours into the original game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was you know breeding uh chocobos which is the rideable bird in the in the original game uh finding different summoning materials going out and and exploring the world that is given to you and i think that this game despite how great it is because it's been getting nothing but praise like it there's been nothing but praise for it but the one thing that they're since you two are you know are showing interest in the game is that you are only literally playing the first like eighth of, of the game, yeah. Of the game, yeah. Um, and they're going to charge you sixty dollars installments for the next eight parts, probably. So we that, yeah, for uh, sure. No worries, no worries. Are there be like DC, DLCs or anything? No. Yeah, so we we don't really know how they're going to break up the rest of the game, um, but if if it's if it's like this to this degree you have probably probably looking at yeah $60 price tag per per release but i'm really hoping that they don't do that i'm really hoping that they like cuz honestly and like the the scale of the original game is is massive we're talking about like in in, in current comparisons you could probably compare it to like GTA 5 um or Red Dead Redemption 2 like it it, it was massive and so it if and from what I've played so far and from what I've seen, this game is fairly linear it with is, yeah. some very some varying divergences and paths and so on and so forth. And you know, there's and like one of the things that they added in this were like 
actual side quests that you can actually branch off and do as opposed to just random crap you can do throughout the world. Um, and so I feel like the next iterations or the, the continuations of this game are going to be a lot more linear. So for example, like I said, uh, in the original game, you could uh, take control of what I believe to be the only flying ship in the game at this point, at that point. Um, and you would just be able to go around the world willy nilly. Like I don't expect that in the next upcoming titles. Like I don't expect there to be a, a huge free roaming kind of aspect, but part of me wishes that they do go after that mainly because there's like some mega, like some ultimate battles that you, that you go into just exploring the world that you can go back to. Um, there's plenty of like side stories that I feel like are needed for that deep like exploration. And so like, I wouldn't be surprised if it's another five or six years if we don't get the next part for this. Yeah. Um, that's why I asked if there was anything after the ending for this particular game, just because like this, the, the, the intro to this game was shown off six years ago. I, I feel think like 20, I think it was 2015, 2015. It was, uh, it was right before E3 2015. I want to say I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah. Where they showed the remake of the the train scene, and so like it took them five years just to get this Midgar portion, for the most part, right. And so, from a money standpoint, from a business standpoint, yeah, it looks like realistically each additional part will probably be about sixty bucks. Um, but literally, from everyone that I've heard, this is worth every penny. Yeah, uh, I, I would agree with that. Like I said, like I said, when we started, my my thing is like I've kind of stepped back after I played the game as much as I have because the for my first playthrough and you can't do everything on your first playthrough because there's certain things that you can only do on the hard difficulty after you beat the game once. So you can't 100 percent the game the first time through. Really? So there's incentive. To, yeah, there's incentive to go back and play it again. Um, but like I said, I stepped back and I kind of looked at it from two different perspectives. And like I said, my other major criticism of this game is that it's technically not, it's called Final Fantasy VII Remake, like you said, but it's really only Final Fantasy VII, the remake part one. And that's yeah. one of my major, my, my issue, like looking at this game, like if I was a person who has never played Final Fantasy before, like uh, it seems like Chris and Dylan are, and then I went and played this game, I would probably say the game is easily like a nine out of 10. Minus the, the issues that I had with the combat system and like the swarming enemies and the babysitting your characters sometimes kind of thing. Outside of those issues I have with the combat system and like the little thing with the camera. Um, that's my thing. That's my only major knock on the game as a person that's never played a Final Fantasy game before. But then when I look at it from the perspective of like somebody like like me or maybe even uh, you, Laron, people who are fans of the original game as well as the series. Like the question that I asked myself is like, would I have rather gotten Final Fantasy VII in sections over the course of what? Like, because I look, I was trying to look up an official statement from Square after I beat the game, figuring out how many parts is it going to be, how much is each one going to cost, how long are they going to be, and there isn't any real official statement. The only thing that Square has said is that they started working on part two in November of 2019, and like the what? speculation, yeah, the speculation is that it's probably going to take anywhere from two to three years considering it took five years to make this part, but the battle system's already in place. The character models are already in place, yada, yada, yada. So people are speculating that all of that work is already done. They just have to rebuild the, rebuild the next section of the game. 
And so again, the question I asked myself as a fan of Final Fantasy is, would I rather have just gotten a full 40 hour plus remake of the original game with like the updated graphics, the updated combat system, even with the issues I have with it? Would I rather just gotten that, got the whole game in one shot without all of the new additions and yada, yada, all the bells and whistles. And and yeah, I rather would, I I would have rather just gotten the remake because for me, that's my other major criticism. Like as a fan of Final Fantasy, this game is like just barely an eight. It's a good game, and I think it deserves an a, like a low eight. But I I was playing through parts of the game that they added, uh, like the new sections, and I, I'm not going to tell you what they are. Like you'll play them when you play it. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But for for me, I'm playing some of these sections, and while it's fun to play, I enjoy playing it. Like I said, it's a good game. I, I'm like, do do I really need this, or would I just rather be able to leave Midgar, go to Calm? go to Chocobo Billy's ranch, like do all the stuff that I know is coming next. And I would have just rather have done all that than played. So, Cause like some of the extra stuff, it's like, it's, it, it doesn't, it doesn't move the story. It moved the needle anyway, for me, as far as the story is concerned, like right. there's like, there's some extra stuff. That's like, look how evil Shinra is like, yeah, I already knew how evil Shinra was. You didn't need to add this to like, to like drive that point home. Or I'm trying to think of another, um, yeah, there's just like you, you when you play the game, like having played the original, you'll see what I'm saying, and you might feel differently. Maybe you'll be like, you you might enjoy the extra stuff that they added. There's there's only really like one scene that they added that's completely new to the game that I and it was really short. I was like that that I could have done with that I liked, but for the most part, like I said, as a fan of Final Fantasy and the original seven and the series, I would have much rather just gotten a straight up remake than this whole potentially depending on how many parts it is, I I could be playing final fantasy seven, the remake for the next decade, maybe depending on how many parts they chop it up into. That sounds that, so bad. Yeah. It, that's what I'm saying. Like, cause it, it could legitimately like here, if they release final fantasy seven, the remake part two, and it's just the rest of the game, like a complete remake of the rest of the game. No, nothing new, no bells. Well, there's going to have to be new stuff because like I said, some of the characters, some of the things that happen to some of the lesser characters is different. So again, without spoiling it, so they're going to have to kind of tie up the oh. ends or include include them in some way, shape, or form. So there's going to have to be some minor changes. But if it's if it's just the rest of the game with minor changes, maybe I'll walk it back a little bit and say, okay, I was wrong. But still, a remake of a, a classic, uh, probably the most honestly, it's probably the most anticipated remake in the history of video games. I can't really yeah. think of anything that comes even close. But it, it's just that question. It's like, would I rather just got in the remake straight up? Or do I want to play Final Fantasy VII the remake for the next ten years? It's like it's like just give me the remake straight up. But again, like I said, as a new if you're a new player going into it, it you it, it took me about forty six hours to beat the game my first time through, and that was doing all the side quests that were available in the first run through. So if you do everything, it'll probably take you around that time. So it, this is definitely a full game, though. It's like I said, it's a good game. Even from the perspective of a final, a dire Final Fantasy fan, it's easily an eight. Well, yeah, yeah, it's easily an eight minus like what I said. And for a new, if you're a newcomer to the game, you'll probably really, really enjoy it. Again, the combat system is a little bit wonky, though. Not not too wonky, but it's average at best. Forty hours isn't bad for a sixty dollar price tag. That's no, it's yeah, it's it's definitely more than that. Like I said, if you're if you're a completionist and you want to do one hundred percent, you have to play it twice. But I mean, like if you do all the side quests and all of like the extra stuff that you can do the first time through, which the game labels for you, like the game actually, it gives you the option. Like if you try to leave an area, uh, it'll tell you it's like, hey, 
you haven't done everything in this area. If you leave, you can't come back and do it. Are you sure you want to leave? And you can choose to either continue on or not. So it definitely like lets you know. So you'll you'll get more than forty hours of it out out of it. Definitely, like I said, it's a complete game. It's it's worth the sixty dollar price tag. So yeah. who here has an iPhone? I do. I do. Okay, so Dylan, you don't have an iPhone. I mean, uh, I do. It doesn't have a SIM card anymore. I switch over to Android with the uh, newest phone I got like this year. Okay, I think I think it's on Android as well. If you like. There, there's a mobile version of Final Fantasy VII, not the remake, obviously, but the original. Okay. And the the great thing about all the ones that just recently ported to the the consoles and PC, well, not PC because that's been on there forever, but um, the console and the mobile. There's a couple interesting things about it. One, you can max out your characters from the get go, so you can be level ninety nine from like the very moment the game starts. Huh. Um. And and so I feel like I feel like the inclusions that they have for the game uh, being remastered, it it makes the turn based system and everything else a little more uh, digestible. Um, and also on a mobile fo- on a mobile form, it's a lot cheaper. I think it's like eight bucks as opposed to like twenty dollars on a console. Um, so that's that's one way you can ease yourself into that if you know you don't mind the tiny screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm sure there are also like emulators online for PC. Definitely, definitely those. Um, if you yeah, and if you're gonna do PC, definitely. Like honestly, you should just get the official one and just mod it till it dies. Like the mods for for Final Fantasy VII are amazing. Um, especially like the the high res stuff. Like that that stuff is is, is great. Whoever did that mod deserves all the monies. Um, but and, and the real reason I, I would recommend just playing the original, especially since you guys are a kind of more interested in the remake now that you know that it's not the most grandiose thing on the planet and you don't need to pay, play six others before you do. Um, the, the as to Nick's point, the it the the game is is a full game, you know, 40 plus hours for 60 bucks is is more than most game what you get from most games nowadays. Um, but uh but to that point, like, I feel like for new players who are going to start playing this, getting stopped at the Midgar section is going to be such a blue ball, especially when you realize how much more exists in that world. Yeah. Um, and so I would I would highly recommend, even if it's just like via proxy, like if you're just going to watch some gameplay footage of it, um, just to see the scale that we are kind of talking about when it comes to this remake, because if like there, there's some scenes in the very beginning of the game of locations that are not in this game and the, the hype that in that, like that manifested within me because I saw those, like those areas and, and like the, the, the fact that they actually rendered them all out and stuff. And I'm like, this sucks because I know where this is, but I'm not going there in this game. Like I know for a fact, I will not be uh, stepping foot on this land in this game. And so for, for as a, as a, as a player of the original Final Fantasy seven and the remake, I was like, this kind of sucks. Like, I'm not going to lie. I really wish that this was like, I don't know, maybe, half of the original game or a strong quarter of the original game but it really is like maybe a sixth 
Of, it's yeah, of it's, like, it's no, it's like an eight. You were right the first time. It's about an eight. It's an eight, like the like in Midgar in the original Final Fantasy. If you are from the original Final Fantasy seven, if you look at the original Final Fantasy, is like a forty hour game. Midgar is like the first two hours of that game, but in this game, it's for, it's forty plus. And like I said, that that's why my second that was my second major criticism. Like honestly, like when I got about, I think when I got to Wall Market was when I like started to feel that way. When I was like super excited, I'm like, all right, I know what's coming next. I'm gonna be leaving Midgar soon. But then in my head, I was like, wait, no, I'm not. I'm like, this game's gonna end right there. I guarantee it. Like based on what I played, and that's when that like question kind of popped up for me. I was like, you know what? I think I would just rather had the straight remake. And honestly, there's honestly there's another like uh, it's a major spoiler, so I'm not gonna say it. But there's one other really big issue. It kind of ties into the whole this game being a remake and like how they're chopping it up. So I'm not going to say what it is. Like after you finish the game, Laron, maybe we can talk about it, and we'll see. I'll see how you feel about it. But there's one, one really, really big thing that I was like, "Wow, I can't believe they did that in this game," and I thought it was a really bad choice. But I'll, uh, I'll, I'll wait till you're finished playing the game before we go on with it. Okay, so we're gonna wrap up, but it was a bad choice, and it was towards the end of the game. Here's what I'm gonna tell you: it's at the very, very, very end. It's the last, the last boss fight was a big big mistake i'll i'll just i mean in my opinion i'll i'll I'll, i'm not saying it was a bad boss fight just when you get there and when you when you get past it like just i'll I'll tell you why i'll tell you why i thought it was a mistake after you do it i just don't want to spoil it for you for sure okay all right all right well we've 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 gone over our time so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up um but i think i think it's safe to say that if, if you are looking for something new yet old uh this is worth the money and definitely worth the time absolutely just not the expectation uh if if, if you're if you're an old school if you played final fantasy 7 the original and you love the game you may be a little bit disappointed because when it really when it really picks up and you get into like the adventure is about to begin the adventure is not about to begin this is you're going to be waiting a couple more years before the adventure to begin it's like (laughs) what the game by itself it is like I said, it is a good game, and I recommend that if you're if you're if you're looking to get into Final Fantasy, this might be a good entry for you to get in at, and then maybe you can explore some of the some more of the games after that. But if you're a fan, uh, temper your expectations a little bit, so maybe it'll ease the disappointment of where this game ends. <sighs> I'm already anticipating the blue balls. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Well. I think that'll wrap it up. Uh, what are we talking about next time? Uh, is 420 our next show? Oh, yeah. It okay. is. It's 420. All right. So that's going to be the Blaze It Up episode. We're going to be talking about uh, stoner movies, some of our favorites, some of bad ones. We'll see. But uh, we have been All Things Digital. My name is Loran. I'm Dylan Sutherland. I'm Chris Wong. And I'm Nick Zismos. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. See you. See ya.